0: All right, Kevin, so we start every interview with the same two questions. Are you ready? (laughs) I am. One, where are you? I am uh, north of Boston at my house getting ready
1: to jump on a uh, flight. And two, what are you wearing? Oh, boy. I got jeans, plaid shirt, and I threw on my Justin boots.
0: Kind of sounds like you're dressed for heading out to the job site. That's right. You got it. You ever put on a suit and tie? Uh, Very infrequently. Almost never a tie. I warn
1: people who invite me to weddings that they're not gonna get a tie on me. I do throw on the blazer every once in a while. We do some events like that that call for it. I kinda of like getting dressed up, but for the most part it's ninety percent jeans and T shirts or jeans and flannel.
0: Yep, that's me too, man. I guess uh, I guess home improvement guys and DJs have something in common and more than we thought. <laughs> All right, so you're coming to the Downtown Raleigh Home Show. What kind of things can we expect? We're going to get a little question-answer kind of thing out of you from the audience. Can uh, talk to you a little bit?
1: Yeah, definitely. If people have got questions about their houses, why their roofs are leaking or their basements are wet or whatever they want, we can talk about that. I'm going to uh, be talking about our current season of this old house, which is, we're very proud to say, our 40th year. Wow. And we've got two awesome projects. We've got a little cottage near the water in Rhode Island that turning into a net zero home.
0: What is a net zero home?
1: A net zero home is a house that makes energy, alternative energy, in this case through solar, and it makes energy and will only use as much energy as it makes over the course of a year. So you are net zero on your consumption.
0: That's pretty darn cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that means you've got to have the alternative energy, but you also have to make sure that the house doesn't blow through at all, you know, that you've got to have efficiency, and insulation, and air sealing, and all that cool stuff.
0: In all your years of doing this, and you've been in some pretty old places, what's the coolest thing that you ever found inside of an old place? Inside? Oh,
1: man. Yeah, that is hard to say, because we find some crazy stuff. I and mean, we find the old stuff, the knob and tubing, electrical wire that's uh, about 100 years old and no longer in use. We find the uh, gas piped yeah. to sconces and overhead lights. We find things behind the walls, oftentimes a lot of whiskey bottles, it seems. Yeah, but, really? you know, cool Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, sure. But cool stuff, too. You know, old shoes. There's, a, there's an old tradition of throwing shoes behind the walls for good luck or fertility. You know, a whole bunch of different myths about that. We found a cannonball lodged into the uh, corner post of an old barn near historic Lexington and Concord. I mean, something probably came from the 1700s, maybe early 1800s. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I I just got done uh, redoing a condo myself, but it was built in 72, so no cannonballs in the wall there.
1: Hopefully. (laughs) Exactly. So what kind of a renovation did you get into full-blown
0: pretty much yeah blew out walls redid things top to bottom and i'll tell you what sold me on it is it was built in 72 and it had the old radio built into the wall remember those oh yeah 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 and that just became my whole inspiration for redoing this place and it basically has just been brought back to its 1970s glory that's awesome yeah there was a lot of
1: cool things like that and It's funny because there's a lot of nostalgia out there now, Doug, for that era. We're doing a a ranch. We just started a brand-new project, and it's a 1949 ranch, classic, you know, a lot of knotty pine all over the place, one level. And it's dated, but as soon as you start posting pictures, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I grew up in a house like that, or I remember that house, save this and save that. These homes do kind of pull us back to our childhood or memories of our grandparents or earlier family. It's pretty cool.
0: I just found some of the coolest, kitschiest 70s stuff. I mean, lava lamps and the iconic Fair Fawcett red bathing suit poster. An eight-track player. So this coming up weekend, we're going to get a, a more than one chance to see you, right?
1: You will. I am going to be presenting on Friday the 15th at 3 p.m. Uh, on the main stage. And then again on Saturday the 16th at noon and 3 p.m., and I'll be sticking around for Q&As, meet people, take pictures, whatever folks want.
0: That's a beautiful thing, man. We can't thank you enough for uh, coming and joining us. We've always looked forward to the Downtown Raleigh Home Show and getting a chance to get to know some of the folks that we get to see on TV. And how long have you been doing this old house now?
1: Oh, good heavens. I am in my 16th year, um, which is a a pretty good run, but given who I work with, that makes me the new guy still by about 24 years. (laughs) we still got the legends doing it. Norm is still, you know, banging away. Richard Tom, um, Roger Cook. Yeah, the boys are all still doing it.
0: And you guys are really kind of like the model, I think, that set the pace for everything that came later. I mean, you guys were into the game like in the 70s before cable. <laughs> you know, it, you kind of started a movement, I think.
1: Well, it was definitely the first. You know, 1979, pre-cable, not a lot of networks. And that was our first episode of the first season. It was kind of revolutionary uh, for a couple of reasons. You know, taking the cameras outside onto a job site, that was not done that often. Most importantly, sticking a microphone on a carpenter and (laughs) saying, hey, you know, start telling us what you're doing. That was pretty revolutionary as well. There's a lot of stuff out there now, but, you know, the the world of content and TV and channels has grown, and uh, I think the home improvements, has grown with it. We're a little different. you know we're still talking to those real contractors, guys who run their own businesses five days a week, often seven days a week and happen to be making a television show. and uh, you know we try to stick to our knitting. authenticity. You know, real contractors working on real projects for real homeowners.
0: Well, Kevin, thanks for the entertainment and the education over the years with this old house. And looking forward to seeing you here at the Downtown Raleigh Home Show this weekend.
1: But there was a pioneering guy who, you know, followed his curiosity, the gentleman who created this old house, Russ Morash. He also created the New Yankee Workshop and asked this old house but also Julia Child, the French chef in the Victory Garden, and it was a pursuit of everyday interests that people are passionate about. Uh, it just happened to be done at a time when it wasn't that type of TV that we were used to, you know, whether it was the variety show or the scripted dramas, this was something completely different. But he was talented and he was passionate and he brought his passion to the screen and it just caught on. And we still have you know, all those types of shows in the PBS world, the cooking shows, the gardening shows, the woodworking shows, the renovation shows, are all
0: still going. So I'm a DJ. Give me your request. Holy smokes. You got any early John
1: Cougar? I should call him John Mellencamp, but, you know, I'll take I the earliest John Cougar you got. I,
0: I got it for you, man. No problem. All right.
1: Thank you.